Nou. Wow. Wow. What do I say? What do we start with? Yo, 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 yo. <laughs> yo. Welcome to uh, another episode of Dealerships Declassified, where Cole and Sean break down all the inner workings of the card. Let's go ahead and start that over. What was that? No, no, let's don't stop. Well, (laughs) it's the other timer I asked. I think, dude, luckily we're 72 floors up. (laughs) It's a fire alarm, I think. (laughs) But we're, it's a fire alarm, but we're okay. We're going to record right through this because we're professionals. We're nowhere near professionals, bro. <laughs> What's worse than amateur? Oh, boy. Now, who is my program director? Because he is doing a crap of a job. Hey, I got three different things set up in front of me. And I don't know how to use any of them. Four things. <laughs> well, we were trying to figure out what we're going to do this week. And lo and behold, um, kind of the auto industry answered it for us. Yeah, we got a call or a text. Yeah, we got a text on Tuesday. Yeah. And uh, it was from our inside information guys, Pete. <laughs> and he's like, uh, guess what, guys? I got some car snoop news for you. The Regal's now gone. And what that means is there's been a decline um, in the domestics of them getting rid of cars. And we've known this was coming. It's It's been the trend that's been happening. But in the Buick line, they were going to keep the Regal. So it was going to be the one car that at a Buick GMC store they would have to offer. And uh, they and now they axed it. Yep. Um, so we're going to kind of start on like where we kind of felt like this whole thing initiated. And I think it was, uh, was it 2011, 2010? No, it was way before that, wasn't it? No, for no, I I, uh, I was a bird, and you weren't at Penske still. No, oh, we just said two dealership names. That's okay. We'll take that out in post. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, when um, cash for clunkers happened, and uh, and and in my personal opinion, it was literally the beginning of the demise for the small dealer. Um, oh yeah, and uh, and then uh, also what it did to—I mean, guys—you would not believe the cars that were destroyed because underneath the cash for clunkers um, program, um, and I, and I'm pretty sure it was thirty five hundred bucks they were getting for those cars. I think that was minimum, right? Like you could bring a one dollar car in and get thirty five hundred bucks. Yeah, okay. so. It, no, the only trick, the only thing was it had to be a registered car. It had to be a, so yeah. it had to be a had a current registration that was more than six months old. I think. Yeah, you couldn't like run out and buy a car at a junkyard, right. And register it, and then bring it in and get thirty five hundred bucks. They wanted cars that were currently being driven on the road, and their idea was they were going to eliminate gas guzzlers, and they were going to um, save our environment. <laughs> 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 and uh, and there's a whole other part of this. Um, it literally killed some people. Yeah. Like literally killed some people, um, this program. And how the program worked was um, 
consumers could bring in a car for trade, like Sean said, literally be worth nothing. Um, it just had to drive in. And um, actually, it didn't have to drive in. People were, just had it, to be titled. Yeah, yeah. If it was registered and current, they could tow it in. Yeah. And you got 3500 bucks. Now, the, the dealers had to give that $3,500 at the inception of the, of the car deal. So um, you, you would look at it from the U.S. government side, the Obama side, and which they were saying, you know, this is going to help. Okay. There was way more. They, they thought it was such a huge success because of how many people did it. Right. Okay. Well, on the dealer side, you had dealers that had to give that $3,500 up in advance. And from the manufacturer on the on their contract side, every one of those contracts was shorted by $3,500. Right. So you can do the math if you do 10 deals, 20 deals, 30 deals. But think about it, guys. People were doing hundreds, hundreds. of deals. Mm-hmm. Okay. So you had dealerships with three hundred, four hundred, five hundred thousand dollars out there, and re- and count contracts that had been cashed that have been reduced by that dollar amount. Okay, so all these cars were being brought in, and then what we the dealers had to do is destroy them. Absolutely. So they gave us the stuff, and they poured it into the engine, and you had to run the car until the motor seized. Yep. And then everything had to be categorized and marked and you had to put paint on certain things. What you were making sure is that you weren't giving $3,500 for a car that was then not going to be destroyed. Right. The cars that I saw, <coughs> the cars that I saw getting destroyed would make you sick. I'm talking, granted, some of these cars were only worth $1,500 at the time. Right. But they were rust free. Yeah. And the interior was perfect. Right. And I mean, got a square body Chevy truck I watched get destroyed, and the truck was a short bed. Oh yeah, and it, 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 I saw a BMW M3 get destroyed. It, it was sickening, you know. And um, and what it did was a couple of things. It removed some high gas guzzlers off the street that really wasn't really being driven. They weren't being driven is the problem, right? They yeah, were titled, it, but they weren't being utilized on a daily basis. So it, uh, it, what it did also from the, from it, it, what we call in the industry, you know, we, we pulled people forward. We, we actually sold cars to people that weren't ready to buy yet. So it, it completely sold cars in an ahead of time. And then there was a huge lull afterwards. Right. And this thing, same thing happened in October of 2001 after 9-11. Right. You weren't there yet, no. Sean. I sold um, 47 cars in October of 2011 myself. 47. It's a lot okay. of cars. <laughs> it's a lot of cars. It was, but it was literally like, because it was 0% for everybody. Right. And employee pricing. They were trying to uh, boost the economy. Right. And I went, this was the only time in my life that I had horrible CSI. And I had to bust my tail to get out of it. But it's because I, I sold so many cars. I couldn't give people the sure. attention that yeah. they deserved. And it was just like, sit over here and sit down and we'll get to you when we can. We, we were delivering so many cars 
It was ridiculous. Well, then you fast forward to cash for clunkers and the same thing was happening. So we were pulling people forward. So there was a huge law after this. And then it slowly started figuring out where the trade's at. I mean, the, it became this whole new problem right. of there's no, no trades. There's no trades. No trades. So then the, at the used car, the auction, the, the values went way up. Right. And you were having a tough time. You couldn't buy any inventory. No. It, it, and so every, everything was, everybody was then keeping everything. And you still see that today. Right. Um, there's a lot less cars going through the sale. And the ones that are going through the sale, they're not worth buying anyway, because if the used cars are such a premium, why are they at the sale? Right. So usually they've gone through the used car inspection. They can't uh, spend enough to make it front row ready. So they send it to the sale. Well, that's when the whole demise of the car started taking place in America. And what we're finding out is the manufacturers have decided to get out of the car business. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. Not the truck and SUV business, but the car business. So, Sean, you've done some, what kind of, which, what are we losing in 2020? So, the Regal, of course. Uh, the, Malibu, the Malibu would be the only Chevy left. So, we're losing the Volt, losing the Impala, losing the Spark. Is that the Spark? Other, the Spark. The Cruise. Cruise is gone. So, they've got the Impala in that, or the, the Malibu, and that is it. Um, Ford will not have any sedans. You will have still the Mustang and, and all of that good stuff. Same thing with Chevy. You're going to have the Camaro. and the I don't think so. I think the Camaro's gone. I, I, I don't think they're doing a Gen 6 Camaro. They might not be. I don't know. But that, they're selling them now. Yeah. But, so, I, but no sedans except for the Malibu. Um, Lincoln will no longer sell the Continental. It's just going to have the MKZ, which is the Malibu. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, or the, the so Taurus to- or whatever. Taurus is gone? Taurus is gone. Uh, the focus is gone. Everything. Uh, what else? The Chrysler 300 is leaving after 2020. The 200's gone. 200 was gone in 18. I didn't even realize. <laughs> wow. And the Dart was already gone. Yeah. Yep. Uh, what else do I have? I did a little bit of research on foreign cars even. And they, so Accord was 30% of Honda's sales two years ago. And now they are in the low 20s. So... Honda and Toyota are even, even feeling it. Yeah, the 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 I was at a Honda store when the new Accord came out, and um, it, it had a lot of hype, right? But it did not, it, it did not equate to at the at the curb of someone's. My car. wife will not drive a car now that she's had an SUV. She doesn't want to sit that low anymore. It's just done. Yeah, well, everybody else is sitting high, right? You know, and the, even it's funny, like on the used car side. When you got a somebody wanting to buy a car for their kid, right? Mm-hmm. They all want them to put them in an SUV, right? You know, we want them off the ground, and right. I get it, you know, absolutely. Um, but it was—it's kind of shocking, you know. I mean, how if you think about it, and um, well, in twenty years of me being in the business, mm-hmm. where it's gone from? Because General Motors then was Saturn. Oh, it had a billion cars. Yeah, they had, it was Saturn, Hummer, Oldsmobile. Pontiac was still around. Pontiac was still around. Yeah. Buick, GMC, Chevrolet, Saab. Yeah. Absolutely <laughs> forgot about Saab. You know, I mean, cars, cars, cars for days. Yeah. And now General Motors is going to have one car 
in their mid-level dom domestic yeah. line. Yeah. I'm assuming we're still going to have like a, a Cadillac. A CT5, which is basically the CTS. They rebranded it to the CT5. So they're going to have one, one sedan. Car. They're getting rid of the big, was that the X? T5 or whatever the big one was the XT or the Which would be, would, have, would have been like a DTS. Yes. We're okay. getting rid of that one. Yeah. So domestics are completely pulling out of the car game yeah. and turning it over to the imports. And but the imports are struggling with who how long are they going to last? Well, one thing, Honda doesn't sell fleet. Right. So you cannot rent a Honda. I don't know if you've not ever figured that out. When you go to the airport and you rent a car, there are no Hondas. Hondas do not sell fleet to then be as rental cars. Toyota does and Nissan, Nissan. does. Mm -hmm. So I think you're going to still see them stay in that car game right. because just of, because of that, just because of that. Yeah. And it also dictates a lot of cars to the used car market. Right. Um, but it's funny how times are a changing and I would like, I haven't figured it out yet, but like years ago, like the Volt came out for a reason. It came out because manufacturers had to have a certain amount of percentage of cars that they were building to equate to a miles per gallon standard that cafe, the government yeah. set. Yep, the cafe standards, yeah. Yeah, so I'm I was I'm wondering how that changed. Right. That now they don't even need to worry about right. that. Or has there been some government changes in and allowing that, right. and I don't know, and and I don't want to say the current administration because I don't think it's possible that it's moved that, that fast. Right. Moved that fast. Right. I know how long it takes for those things to right. take to take be implemented, because in reality, the consumers of cars in the United States right now are reaping the benefits right now of a better car. Oh, absolutely. I mean, so remember years ago, like, oh gosh, uh, a Kia. Um, junk right i mean when it first everybody everybody has like these preconceived notions sure. listen to me every single single manufacturer makes a good car these days yes they all very do. reliable yeah they're That's all right. reliable they all last longer uh, they don't rust out as fast nope. um, it's all the government implement um, programs that they put in place to make these cars last longer and be more efficient okay where it gets different is and I'll tell people, like, if they were, like, shopping me on uh, my court, mm -hmm. and they're like, well, we're going to look at a Mazda. I'm like, they say, what do you think about it? I'd be like, well, first of all, I would say exactly this. I believe that all cars being made now are better. What I want you to think about is when you're driving it, listen to the road noise. Right. Things like that. Things like that, right? I mean, just the fit and finish. The buttons. Like, the yeah. buttons feel good, right? Yeah. Stuff I mean, like um you know, um, thicker laminated glass mm -hmm. and acoustical carpet and things like that to keep road noises out. That's what you pay a premium for right. on a vehicle. When it comes down to drivetrain, miles per gallon, warranty, they're all the same. 300,000 miles. Yeah. They're, they're not going to break. I mean, when I was in high school, a 100,000 mile car was falling apart. I had to get rid of it. Yeah. Didn't now I'm, you're, they're retelling 200,000 mile cars Absolutely. and getting car loans on them. Yeah. So even the banks are adjusting accordingly. So think about that um, because when you're looking for your next car, you can go to Carsnoop and uh, we're getting ready to launch this thing, folks. We're we excited about close. it. We just we're had a meeting today. It was just awesome. We had an awesome meeting today. We're, gonna be, we're talking about it. We'll be telling you more and more about Carsnoop.
But think about that in your next coming purchase, guys. Uh, trucks or SUVs? Yeah, no cars. What do you want? Because that's what it's going to be. So uh, until next time, guys. See you. Cole. John. Peace. Out.